his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Well, this morning, as Minneapolis enters week three of the Derek Chauvin trial and the knee-on-the-neck death of George Floyd, we're waking up to news not far away in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota. He was only 20 years old and... He didn't deserve to be shot and killed like this. The police shooting yesterday led to a night of protests and curfews. The New York City mayoral primary is approaching this spring, and the frontrunner is hoping all publicity is good publicity. As the crowded race for mayor heats up, Andrew Yang faces criticism for tweets about street vendors and pets. I'm Marla Diamond. About the race to vaccinate, that has hit a speed bump. The Johnson & Johnson shortfall is expected to slow down vaccination efforts. I'm Sean Adams at the Javits Center. We're going to be hearing from Joe Connolly about a leading businesswoman who is challenging companies to pay their interns. Joe will explain how this came about and where it might lead. And we'll hear the milestones, the news radio archives, 88 seconds and sound. For this date, it's Monday, it's April 12th. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day with fewer commercials. Morning on the 12th of April. I'm Wayne Cabot. Good to have you along with us. It's going to be just a raw and yucky day today with the rain off and on, showers, drizzle, fog, and the high only in the low 50s, and the lows will be in the 40s. And, uh, yeah, this is going to be just like we had yesterday. Another raw, kind of uh, awful start to the week. Damp start tomorrow, and actually the next week is not going to be all that great. We'll spell it out for you from Craig Allen in a few minutes. A young black man was fatally shot by police yesterday in Minnesota, a state already reeling from the Derek Chauvin murder trial today entering week three. This happened 10 miles away from Minneapolis in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota. Katie Wright says she got a call yesterday from her 20-year-old son, Dante, to tell her... That he was getting pulled over by the police. And I said, well, why did you get pulled over? He said he had, they pulled him over because he had air fresheners hanging from the rear mirror. The family says police shot him. Unclear why. And then he got back in the car and crashed blocks away. He was pronounced dead. WCCO reporter David Schumann says police fired tear gas at the hundred or so protesters who responded. Probably hundreds of people here and dozens of officers in that riot here in a tight formation in that line. But the protesters are, are not backing down by any means. They are almost emboldened, in a sense, by the officers' tactics because they say that's not de-escalation. It's almost like they're, the officers are playing into what the protesters believe the police are. Minnesota Governor Tim Walz said in a statement last night, I am closely monitoring the situation in Brooklyn Center as our state mourns another life of a black man taken by law enforcement. Unquote. 
And that is Hennepin County, where fired officer Derek Chauvin faces murder charges for putting knee on the neck of George Floyd until and even after George Floyd stopped breathing. And there's this. A police officer in Virginia has been fired over an incident involving a black and Latino army officer during a traffic stop in December. I'm honestly afraid to get out. Yeah, dude, you should be. Get out. Viral body cam video showed two officers pepper spraying and pointing guns at Lieutenant Caron Nazario and forcing him to the ground. Deborah Rodriguez reporting Nazario was in uniform at the time, driving an SUV that he recently purchased when he was pulled over because it didn't have a permanent rear license plate and had tinted windows. Police say that he eluded them. He says no, he was just trying to find a place to pull over. Virginia Governor Ralph Northam yesterday ordered the Virginia State Police to investigate. Stock futures are indicating a um, mixed open this morning. Joe Connolly is here with one of the big money stories this morning. And, uh, Joe, it's about paying the interns. Wayne, attorney, businesswoman, and philanthropist Adrian Arsht is funding paid internships at the Metropolitan Museum to try to get more companies to pay their interns. And she tells why interns should be paid, whether it's in the arts or any other industry. An internship is a great first step for a career, but if you can't afford to work without pay, you can't take that internship, and you're already a step behind at the starting gate. Adrian Arsht says unpaid internships perpetuate a closed circle of only those who can afford to work for free, and that leaves out many people who have paid for their time and the work that they are given to do would also get on the career track that is necessary for them to get better jobs. Adrian Arst started funding internships because her father was invited to join the prestigious law review when he was in college, but he had to turn it down because it didn't pay. He had to work his way through law school by teaching Hebrew school. When internships became paid as a result of Adrian Arst's gift, Applications for the Metropolitan Museum spring internships this year quadrupled. Hmm. Now this summer, full-time and part-time interns are being paid, and the Met has become the largest art museum in the country to offer fully paid internships. Yeah, the uh, landscape is changing. Thank you, Joe Connolly. We've been able to establish contact now with our WCBS reporter, Marla Diamond, who is following the ins and outs of Andrew Yang. Marla. In 10 weeks until the primary that will essentially decide the winner, Yang leading in the polls is under attack for a tweet that called for a crackdown on street vendors. Yang also left some scratching their heads over a tweet on National Pet Day, remembering a dog that he gave away because his kids were allergic. After months of virtual fundraisers and endless online forums, get ready for an onslaught of ads and seeing the candidates pop up everywhere. Many were at the opening of the Coney Island Amusements on Friday, including former Sanitation Commissioner Catherine Garcia, who wants to see more venues opening for the summer. Particularly as we are getting more shots into arms, that is, that is the critical path. We need to be opening as much as possible, as quickly as possible. The race features four frontrunners, but with so many undecided voters, it appears fluid enough for a breakout candidate like Bill de Blasio in 2013. Wayne? Marla, thank you. And a different kind of race now. It's the race to vaccinate. We know the J&J shortage is creating some challenges this week. Sean Adams is at a location that expects to be significantly affected, the Javits Center. Sean, what's the story? 
Well, a few weeks of scrambling here due to this loss of 15 million Johnson & Johnson doses at a Baltimore plant. Uh, we're we're going to have to adjust for a little bit here. So this morning, absolutely quiet at the Javits Center. No activity at all. Nobody here. Uh, New York stands to lose 88% of its J&J shipment, uh, so that could mean fewer available appointments here at mega sites like the Javits Center. Uh, you'll need a little extra patience uh, for the next few weeks. Officials do believe this is just temporary. New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy still plans to lower the eligibility age to 16 next week in spite of the uh, the shortfall from J&J. Connecticut's going to lose about 90 percent. Uh, so all one-shot J&J doses, they'll be used for the mobile clinics that go to underserved communities. The college students, they'll have to get either Pfizer or Moderna, one shot on campus, the other one at home. Wayne? Sean Adams reporting live on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Now the weather day ahead, the WCBS Exergen forecast. Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen is here, and this is not going to be a great day, is it? Not at all. No, not today. And uh, tonight, tomorrow morning, same thing, and probably later in the week as well. But right now we do have an overcast sky, obviously, with uh, damp, drizzly conditions, fog, poor visibility, showers as well. Uh, A lot of those showers are now over the eastern sections of Suffolk County and on up into Connecticut. Then you have some heavier rain off the Jersey Shore but that seems to be moving mainly east now out into the water. But either way, it's an overcast, raw, damp day and night with periods of rain, drizzle, fog, and 50 to 55 for a high and low tonight, 42 to 47. Tomorrow starts the same way, although it will try to brighten up a little bit in the afternoon and it turns milder with high 60 to 65 degrees. May last into the early part of Wednesday and then... Back to wet weather. 46 now, humidity 82%, and a northeast wind gusting to 21 miles per hour. I got a random question for you, Craig, that kind of relates to the next story here. Uh, Do you remember being a kid when uh, Apollo 13 had that that scary, disastrous moment in space? Uh, Of course. Sure. Yeah, I I, I do too, and I remember uh, distinctly my mom... Uh, telling me about it as uh, as she tucked us in and telling us to pray for the astronauts because something awful had happened up in space. Those of us old enough to recall, it was April 11th, 1970, so it was uh, 51 years ago uh, yesterday. The lunar landing was aborted after an oxygen tank in the service module failed two days into the mission. Maybe you recall the scene from the Tom Hanks movie. Hey, we've got a problem here. What did you do? Nothing. I stirred the tanks. Uh, this is Houston. Uh, say again, please. Houston, we have a problem. Houston, we have a problem is such a part of our nomenclature. We've all said it here and there, only that's not how it was said. Here's the actual audio from Commander Jim Lovell. Uh, Houston, we've had a problem. Stand by, 13. We're looking at it. Okay, so it's Houston, we've had a problem. Close, but not exactly right. And now we'll get it exactly right. We won't even get into the part about how when Neil Armstrong was on the moon and he said one small step for man, he meant to say one small step for a man. (laughs) But that quote has been changed forever. It's WCBS Morning News Roundup on a great sports weekend. Just a lot of stuff going on. Erica Herskowitz is here with the latest on all of it. Erica, good morning. 
Good morning, Wayne. Well, a rain delay isn't something that's supposed to happen in the NBA. So, of course, it happened to the Knicks. They had one last night when uh, play was held up because of a leaky roof at Madison Square Garden. The Knicks blew an 18-point third-quarter lead and then rallied to beat the Raptors 102-96. So, all's well that ends well. Julius Randle poured in 26 points, including a three with 35 seconds to go to seal the win. Tonight, the Knicks shoot for a third straight win. They tip off against the Lakers at MSG and the Nets visit the Timberwolves. Once again, Kyrie Irving won't play because of personal reasons. And for the first time since his February crash, the world finally heard from Tiger Woods yesterday. Woods tweeted out a congratulations message to Hideki Matsuyama, who became the first Japanese golfer to win the Masters, carding a 1 over 73 for a one-shot win over first-timer Will Zalatoris. Matsuyama closed 10 under overall for his first major title, something Woods says will have an impact on the entire golf world. Baseball Sunday, Rugnag Odor singled in the go-ahead run in a four-run tenth as the Yanks beat the Rays 8-4. The Yankees open up a three-game set against the Blue Jays in Dunedin tonight. The Mets host the Phillies in the first of four at City Field. The Mets and Marlins postponed yesterday from rain. And the NHL trade deadline is 3 p.m. today. The hockey locals are off tonight, but last night Ryan Pollock scored an OT to help the Isles beat the Rangers 3-2. The Penguins skated past the Devils 5-2. I'm Erica Herskowitz, WCBS 880 Sports. Thank you, Erica. Sponsored by Dell. Dell Technologies Advisors are focused on you. Ready to offer tailored solutions powered by Intel vPro platform to keep your small business ready. Call 877-ASK-DELL. Welcome to a rainy Monday and the WCBS Morning News Roundup. Here are three things to know. Well, Iran is accusing Israel of sabotaging its nuclear facility. Iran calls it a crime against humanity. Iranian officials have accused Israel of attacking that facility and causing a blackout in the nuclear facility. Israeli public television using sources says the Mossad carried out this cyber attack in a blow to the secret war between Israel and Iran. Chairman of the Federal Reserve says our economy is going to be doing really well. Very soon, we are poised, says Jerome Powell, for an extended period of strong growth and hiring, even though the coronavirus still poses some risk. And we know that things are getting back to normal when the rats have returned in New York. We hear from WCBS reporter Steve Burns that rat complaints have skyrocketed 80% from March of 2020. When most of us were inside, now that people are back outside and businesses are back open, putting their trash out in restaurants, well, the rats are back out feasting again. Part of normal we didn't necessarily want. From our news archives, 88 seconds in sound for this date, April 12th, as we begin with the weirdness of last year. 2020. It's a surreal Easter here in the place where it all began due to the coronavirus. Pilgrims are nowhere to be seen, and Jerusalem's historic old city is like a ghost town. Robert Berger, CBS News at the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, Jerusalem. Also on this date, President Trump retweeted a call to fire Dr. Anthony Fauci, a refrain he would bring to the campaign trail. It's COVID, 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 COVID. November 4th. You won't hear too much about it. 2015. Hillary Clinton is in. I'm running for president. In a YouTube video, the former Secretary of State reveals what will be the theme of her second run, that the deck is stacked in favor of the wealthiest. It's a rough date for New Jersey politicians in 2012. I did not feel bravery. I felt terror. Uh, New York Mayor Cory Booker is burned, running through flames to save his neighbor. It was a very scary moment because I couldn't find her. 
I looked like I couldn't get back through where I came from. I couldn't breathe. And it was a moment uh, that I felt very religious, let's put it that way. And Governor John Corzine nearly died on this date in 2007. One of those slow motion moments where, um, you know, something not good is going to happen. On the Garden State Parkway, his SUV, driven by a state trooper, hit the guardrail. It is the next thing I hear a smash, and what I realize I'm laying in the back of the car. He was put on a ventilator. Corzine was not wearing a seatbelt. It would later come out that the trooper was doing 91 in a 65. 2007. Groundbreaking on 99th Street for the long-languishing 2nd Avenue subway. At a tunnel that was already built in the 70s, but abandoned for lack of money. And someday, if they can find the funding, they'll dig a hole all the way down to Houston Street, 100 years after the 2nd Avenue subway was first dreamed up. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, live on 880 and on demand at WCBS880.com slash roundup or wherever you get your podcasts. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.